on your phone you know i feel like i leave every single app open until it's like why is my battery drain oh yeah same oh i didn't know you pressed record <laughs> oh yeah are you ready start recording <laughs> yeah hi i'm nikki jensen and i'm brie piccone and we're late, late to, to the, the party. party hey brie hey nick how's it going good how are you doing good this is our first morning morning episode i know i'm like this should be interesting we're both just on our first cup of coffee i know it's either gonna be really great or <laughs> really terrible <laughs> oh. uh but today we are discussing freaky friday yeah yeah we're discussing the 2003 disney comedy freaky friday starring jamie lee curtis and Lindsay lohan which is one of my favorite films you know, same. I didn't realize, like, watching this movie again, how much I could quote it. Like, I know all the lines. Oh, man. I can quote. We just watched the trailer. And we were both just quoting the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's so good. I feel like this is, like, the rare movie that we watch that, like, holds up. Maybe even better. It might be better than how I remember it. It might be better. Like, you know, honestly, all the other movies we've talked about... This one is, I think, my favorite. I didn't think it would Same. be, and I didn't think it would hold up because all these other, like, there's so many movies we've seen that we, you know, had high hopes for, and they just have not held up, and it's, like, kind of a letdown, but yeah. it's still fun. Runaway Bride. <laughs> exactly. But this one is, like, yeah, it's better. It's, like, so good. It, it's, like, perfect. The perfect movie. It, it is. I don't know what that says about us. But it's like the perfect length, the perfect amount of heart and comedy. It's a banging soundtrack. Yes. I was going to say that too. It's like 97 minutes <laughs> right at the cutoff. Like it's perfect. Yeah. No, but it's crazy too that we like have seen like, I feel like my favorite movies we've watched are Saving Private Ryan, Shakespeare in Love, and Freaky Friday. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what that means, but that's I who I am. <laughs> We both got like emotion too, like towards the end. Oh my god, like- I started tearing up when Lindsay Lohan played Ultimate, which I'm like, what's going on with me? I know, I was like, let me get myself in check before I go into work. <laughs> oh my god. Well, before we get into it, what have you been up to, Brie? Like, what's what's new? I feel like I haven't seen you. I know. Well, I did go on a little trip to Ocracoke. Ooh. It was really nice. It was a great place to just like unwind and just, I don't know. It was very nice. It was nice being away from people, you know? Did you? So you went on the ferry? I did. It was really pretty. Yeah. It was a chill time. And then it was over. I heard about you. I heard from a little birdie that you were like riding the golf cart and being like let's make drinks like you were like party brie like full party brie mode <laughs> yeah but i didn't make it very far i had like one drink i was like whoo that's that's enough for me it was so hot it was like disgustingly hot so meh but i well, ate some street tacos um i ate a lot of good food a lot of seafood so that made me happy awesome yeah. i know well it's august happy august it's our birthday month yeah I'm excited. Yeah, I know your birthday is like Sunday. Yeah, we're gonna go karaokeing Friday. I know. I'm looking forward to this. Same. Yeah, I 
Brie in karaoke mode's my favorite Brie. It's like a whole different mode. I don't know what something takes over in me when I'm on the karaoke stage. <laughs> like I will never forget when you we did karaoke like three or four years ago for your birthday. And, like, you're very quiet in real life, like, pretty shy, pretty reserved. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, sitting there, you know, watching you. You're like, I'm going to do Roxanne by the police. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you come onto the stage because it was one of those karaoke bars where, like, they have, like, a stage. Mm -hmm. And you were, like, looking like the village people. You hopped (laughs) on the stage looking like a policeman, like the policeman and the village people. And then all of a sudden you go, Roxanne! And I literally laughed so hard I fell out of my chair. It was my favorite moment. <laughs> well, like, the great thing about that karaoke place, they had props, like, on the wall. And I already had dressed in black and blue and I had this vest. I, w- I didn't know I'd be singing that song, but then I saw the police hat. It's, like, oversized, really tacky police hat. And I had it. I was like, ooh, a light bulb went off. And I'm just like, I know what I got to do. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, also apologies if i sound a little stuffy i don't know like yesterday i woke up sick so man hey hey i hope you make it to karaoke nick i will okay i'm getting better (laughs) i like slept all day yesterday so nice we're good we're back in action so what have you been up to nick so lots of sleeping (laughs) lots of um oh yeah so i went to see nope on Saturday with uh, the new Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I fell asleep through the whole thing. <laughs> nice. So that was fun. So um, was it that boring? Like, what was it? Because you, like, rarely fall asleep during movies unless you're, like, super tired. So Well, it was the great mix of I'd been traveling. Like, we went to Wilmington, my boyfriend and I. So it was a four-hour drive. So, you know, it was just already a long day of travel. Yeah. We made the great decision to watch the movie at 9.15 at night, and it was one of those theaters with, like, the reclining chairs. Oh, no. And (laughs) the movie theater was cold, like, freezing cold. And me in movies, if it's too cold, I will, like, that's when I'll fall asleep. You, like, curl up into a little ball. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, this is way too cold to be awake, and then I just fall asleep. But. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so you gotta watch it again basically yeah yeah no we had a wine night on friday and we missed you there oh how was that it was all right i mean it was good they played a lot of like fleetwood mac oh <gasps> right you did text me you're like yeah they're playing gypsy and I was yeah, like, what? It was so good and it was a lot of like my boyfriend's co-workers being really drunk oh nice so that's fun yeah oh let's what see else? what else has been new huh oh. Well, you were there when I stumbled upon Leighton Meester's uh, discography. Oh, yeah. That was pretty wild. I don't know. I think I was just on Instagram and the song, this bop popped up and she was like in a limousine or in a convertible. I don't know. Do you remember Leighton Meester's short-lived music career? I don't. Is that how you say your name? Leighton? Yeah, I think so. Okay. (laughs) I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um... I don't remember that, no. Yeah, I remember she did that one song with Cobra Starship. Like, what? Good Girls Go Bad. Oh, that was you know her? That yeah, that's her. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, like, her music was peppered in throughout Gossip Girl. But Nice. It was short-lived. She has some bops, though. She does. 
Yeah. I know you brought it to my attention, like, last week. You were like, did you know? And I was like, I don't know. I did. I did. Like, I hadn't spoke to you in a while. And you, like, hop in my car. I'm like, hey, did you know this? We're listening to this right now. And then we listened to, like, her whole, like, she only has, like, an EP or two. So, it was good, though. It was pop. We just drove around the beach just, like, listening and bopping. For sure. I guess the only other thing that's new is while I was away, I hopped into a Barney Nobes. Ooh. And um, so I became like, I feel like this is like Indie Girl starter pack, like those like memes on TikTok, mm. like the Indie Girl, because I picked up Joan Didion, The White Album. Ooh. And I'm really interested in it. So I'm reading my first Joan Didion book. Wow. So, How's that know. going? It's actually good. I really like her point of view i that doesn't seem revolutionary i know a lot of people are like you know no but i've seen her referenced in so many like films and like just like so many things and i'm like what is the big deal what you know what i mean but it, it does kind of make me want to read so i mean maybe i'll borrow the book sometime if you oh for sure you know, when you're done because i'm curious yeah like i'm trying not to go when it's super cynical because i know like people nowadays are like you read Joan Didion? So cliche. <laughs> but, you know, she must be, like, popular and, like, notable for a reason. So. That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, we shall see. Cool. That's really cute. But, yeah, you want to jump into the movie? Sure. Sweet. So, well, Freaky Friday is a 2003 fantasy comedy directed by Mark Waters and starring Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, who is so good in this movie, by the way really so good i feel like she had so many quotable lines too like well obviously the i'm old i'm like the crypt keeper <laughs> i remember that because we just we just watched the trailer just like for a refresh and just oh it's so good i just remember this movie too like we watched it so many times like it's sleepovers like i'd come to your house and just like we'd pop it in the vhs i had the hard i had the hard case vhs of freaky friday no i remember i got this christmas 2003 oh wow i remember i got it for christmas oh and then you just watched it every day since. pretty much on my hello kitty tv huh <laughs> those are really good times yeah no i watched this movie i remember because this movie came out august 6 2003 Mm-hmm. And that I remember going to the movies a couple times to see Freaky Friday. Oh, it was just like my favorite. I immediately saw it and was like, "This is the coolest movie ever!" And I got the soundtrack. So I had my like little CD player, like the portable CD player that said Angel. Oh on yeah, it. I remember and, that. And um, yeah, that was <laughs> life. That was my life as a little tween. I remember, like, as a kid being, like, relating so hard to Anna, mm-hmm. and now watching it again, I feel like I relate to Anna in Jamie Lee Curtis's body, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can relate to... Actually, I agree with you. I feel like I can relate to Anna a little more than Jamie Lee Curtis, but I understand where she's coming from a little more than I did back then. <laughs> oh. But the tide hasn't turned yet where I'm like, Team Tess. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, she, like, ruins Anna's life for a hot second. Like, she's, like, fucking everything up for her daughter unintentionally by being such a stick in the mud. True. Yeah. But we'll talk about that more. <laughs> uh, Brie, what do you think about this era of Lindsay Lohan, too? Like, this is 
post-parent trap and life size. Like before Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. I love this era. Isn't this when, um, oh man, what is that? Like, there's like a, what is it? Like, uh, there's like a scavenger hunt. Is she in, is that her? Does no. That get a clue? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. Oh, no, that's I'm thinking Sleepover. of the girl. Sleepover. From Spy Kids. Yeah, never mind. No, that's that's totally different girl. Um, no, this is like, remember when everyone said Lindsay Lohan was. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You know how, like, everyone was saying, like, after Parent Trap and after Freaky Friday, they were like, Lindsay Lohan is it. She's like the best young actor of the generation. Yeah. And then Mean Girls comes out and solidifies it. And then, like, life finds a way. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> this is like the sweet spot, and like this is when it's like peak Hillary Duff Lindsay Lohan feud. Mm. So like Lindsay Lohan stars on the rise, and so is Hillary Duff. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're going through the Aaron Carter drama, and Hillary Duff shows up to the premiere of Freaky Friday. And Lindsay hates that. And then she retaliates a couple months later and shows up at the Cheaper by the Dozen premiere. <laughs> That's so petty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so wild, though. Why wouldn't there be space for, like, two, like, you know, young, I don't know, actresses like that? You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty crazy. Dude, I think there was space. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, there wasn't. I think six. T- See, I don't think this is like a fuck the patriarchy situation. I think this is like two 16 year old girls. Just feuding. Who like have way too much power at a young age. And they're like being petty. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. What about um Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen? Oh, yeah. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. Which I watched this like analysis on it, and it was like, I kind of I want to rewatch it because it really makes her character not seem uh so great. They're basically like, yeah, she's a pathological liar, and but she ends up getting what she wants. I'm like, huh, that's maybe, true. Maybe this is not the best message. <laughs> no, that's true. No, Freaky Friday is so good. Going back to Freaky Friday, this is the point in time where Lindsay Lohan's on top of the world. Hmm. Now, whatever happens after this, who's to say? I mean, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen is, like, iconic because we grew up with it. Yeah. She is a pathological liar. hmm But then she makes up for it because, like, a couple months later, Mean Girls comes out. Oh, yeah. True. So. True. Yeah. yeah. That was... You can't really win them all. <laughs> but, like, as a kid, were you Team Lindsay or Team Hillary? You know, honestly, I don't think I was, like, aware... Like, of their feud, like, being to the extent that it was. Were you late to the party? I was late to the party, yeah. But, you know, probably Team Lindsay. I'm always Team Lindsay. And I love Hillary Duff. I just, like, I feel like she'll be fine on her own. But I feel like Lindsay just needs more support. I don't know. I just feel like there's something. I'm like, hey, don't hate on her. Yeah, I even remember thinking that at the time, too. It's like I was always a Hillary Duff girl, but I remember being like, Obviously, Lindsay Lohan's more talented mm-hmm. in every way. Now, that doesn't mean I like her more. <laughs> but, like, let's call a spade a spade here. You're right. And I feel like the the narrative was, like, Lindsay Lohan's the mean girl or the bad girl. And Hilary Duff was, like, like really goody two-shoes and could do no wrong. Oh. See, I don't know. I, I guess I do think that was the narrative because now that I think about it, just, like, when she was, like, when Lindsay was going through, like, some tough times, that was kind of, like... But that's not what I saw. I was like, oh, she's probably just struggling. 
Like, geez, I don't know. But they, I don't know. As a society, I feel like we were just really tough on just like young girls. I don't know. We've talked about this like a lot. We kind of have. I, I don't mean it in that way. I don't mean like in a philosophical way. I was just asking. Team Lindsay, Team Hillary. Gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. I just got all philosophical. I don't know. I just get, I think I just get upset because I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think Lindsay Lohan had some real mental health issues. So I'm like, well, her parents also were like, her father was like an alcoholic and maybe her mother. Like, she had like bad parents. Yeah. It's not her fault. I don't know. Yeah. Justice for Lindsay Lohan. Uh, straight up. I I really want to see a Lindsay Lohan Assange. Yeah. I think she wants, I don't know what she's doing now. I think she's like, she's not, she's living abroad somewhere. And I remember she did that like reality show about her and like Mykonos. And now she has the iconic meme where she's dancing. Ah. Have you seen this meme? No, I have not. You haven't? No. What is your favorite Lindsay Lohan film? Just by the way. <sighs> it's tough. Um, it might be this one. It might be Freaky Friday. But I do really love The Parent Trap. I feel like that one's goat. And like I feel like Lindsay Lohan was a really good like child actor. It's really hard to choose, but it's between the two of those, I think. Freaky Friday or Parent Trap. How about you? Same and Life Size. Oh, my God. I knew I was forgetting one. You know what? No, my favorite's Life Size. I take it back. That's the one. I would say... Mm, my God. Like, see, Lindsay Lohan does have, like, of the early aughts, late 90s. Like, I'm obsessed with The Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. I have been since I was... Since it came out. Life Size. And Freaky Friday. I don't know. All of them. The trifecta. She has, like, such a charm about her, too. Like, I don't know. She's cool. That's a crazy thing. It's like, yes, I was, like, more of a Hillary girl back in the day. Mm-hmm. But looking back, there is this inherent coolness Lindsay Lohan brings to every character mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you know, I want to be her because she's so cool. I feel like Hillary Duff is so uncool where I could be like, <laughs> no offense. But you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I am her. Yeah. But like Lindsay Lohan's like the cooler older sister where I'm like, damn, like she's like the coolest girl on the block. Like Hallie in The Parent Trap or like Anna Coleman in this. Mm-hmm. Plus representation for gingers. Yeah. <laughs> Just Bree, saying. You used to be a ginger. <laughs> I used to be a ginger. So. <laughs> Anyways, this is her dancing in Mykonos. Oh my God. Wait, I've, I have seen this. Oh, she looks so cute. Oh. But now it's just like a gif, like a meme. <laughs> She's like, don't make me dance. Don't make me dance. All right, I'll dance. I love her jumpsuit. What a vibe. Good for her. Yes, spin. She's doing like the rumors choreography. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Do you remember her music career? Yes. Honestly, I thought she was pretty good. I mean, I mean, if we're gonna compare her to Hillary, too, I feel like vocally she might have a little more talent, a little bit, yeah. But none of her songs are produced by The Matrix. Yeah, so. that was her mistake, I guess. Yeah. No, I love how we're gonna talk. We're gonna like sing Lindsay Lohan's praises this week, and then in two weeks when we do a Cinderella story, spoiler alert, we're gonna like change our tune. I just know we're gonna be like Team Hillary Depp. <laughs> 
Oh. Well, but there's room to love both. There but is. I love how this is going to like. <laughs> I know. I'm quick to like turn to. I'm like, hey, we're talking about Lindsay now. But yeah, this is like Lindsay's moment. So yeah. Yeah. We're going to be dancing Mykonos style throughout this whole pod for Lindsay. Exactly. But who's to say in two weeks? Who's to say? But you want to take a quick trip to 2003? Paint yes. the picture? Let's go back. Okay. So this was the year of the sequel. You got the Legally Blonde 2, Charlie's Angels 2, Full Throttle. Ah, um, so good. There's others, but not as relevant to <laughs> me. Yeah, not as relevant. But there's just a lot of sequels, okay? Take my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, The Last Lord of the Ring, Return of the King, was a box office hit. Um, Got a lot of Academy Awards. Bree's a big fan of the Lord of the Rings <laughs> franchise, obviously. <laughs> and obviously, we both have seen all of them, including Return of the King. Obviously. Um, um, but yeah, do you have any, like, faves from 2003? Yes. Kill Bill Volume 1 came out. So, there's that, which is one of my favorite movies of, like, all time. Um, also, what else? Um, I think Finding Nemo was out, right? Mm-hmm. That was a cute one. I mean, I liked that at the time. I feel like there's something else, though, I'm missing. In 2003, I was obsessed with Free Friday. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, I was obsessed with Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Oh, yeah. And see, I was late to the party on that one. But it's so good. I feel like there's another one in here somewhere. But I guess the main one for me would be Kill Bill. <laughs> I love Kill Bill, too. I mean, and Kill Bill too. Yeah, I love Kill Bill as well and Kill Bill too. <laughs> Any others? I feel like we talk about 2003 so much. Legally Blonde too. That one was good. I enjoyed that one very much. You look like the 4th of July. <laughs> it makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> oh, Jennifer Coolidge is so cool. Um, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Nick, your favorite love actually? Yep. Oh, man, I was just talking about that recently. Like, the scene, like, Hugh Grant dancing to the Pointer Sisters. Ah, yeah. And he's, like, dance. I don't know. I think about that often. Hugh Grant just dancing. (laughs) I love that. Um, But, yeah. I mean, so many good ones. Kangaroo Jack. Oh, yeah, the best. Um, I love how I can only think of, like, ones I don't, like, care um for. The Scary Movie 3. I mean, I like that one. I don't know. Eh. Something's Gotta Give. Something's Gotta Give's great. Diane Keaton. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that was so wild. Keanu just being there. So good. Also, that movie, she should have ended up with Keanu. Hot take. I think so, too. Oh, hey. Spy Kids 3D. Our most oh snuck in gosh. movie. That came out in 2003. That's probably why I can't remember it. I'm so... I. <laughs> We probably, like, saw these movies because we snuck in. And then we went <laughs> right back to Spy Kids. Yup. Um, but yeah, this Freaky Friday was actually a commercial success. And it grossed $160 million worldwide. And it finished second behind SWAT. Never seen SWAT. Have you seen SWAT? Mm, no. Uh, but yeah. This weekend in the box office... I wish I could remember... Okay, so SWAT opens number one, then Freaky Friday... Which is really good for the, like, this movie wouldn't get released in theaters today. So I love this, this idea. Yeah. 
Um, American Weddings, number three. Four is Pirates. Fifth is Seabiscuit. And then six is Spy Kids 3D. Hmm. So obviously, you know where we were. We were flipping between Freaky Friday, Pirates, and Spy Kids 3D. Mm-hmm. But what a time. I know. Wow. Oh, hey, Bend It Like Beckham also came out that year. Ooh. I remember that being a big deal to us. Remember? Remember oh. liking soccer? Yes. <laughs> and I remember... Well, David Beckham was like goat at the time as far as soccer goes. I don't know if he still is. I haven't kept up with the football. <laughs> yeah, right. It's football. But no it's bad. like it was the introduction to Kira Knightley. It mm. was like pre-Pirates. Yep. And it was just like, this girl's going to be huge. So. It was a good time. Yeah. But Freaky Friday garnered largely positive reviews. Um, and a lot of people praised Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. Um, David Anson of Newsweeks noted that the most startling metamorphosis is Curtis's transformation from fading horror flick queen to dazzling comedian. She goes on a teenage tear, tormenting Anna's younger brother, who wonders why mom's acting so weird, getting down and dirty on a TV talk show where Tess is supposed to discuss her book on aging with a fiercely funny conviction. Oh, man, that part cracked me up, like, so hard. It's so good. <laughs> like, J- this is Jamie Lee Curtis's movie. Like, she elevates and she, like, makes this movie so special. I don't know. This performance is very, very good. That's great. Yeah. I don't know. She died. It, there must be a lot of, like, you know, because you have to pretend to be, like, a teenager. and so-, so she's, like, acting like Lindsay, acting like a teenager, acting like Jamie Lee like i don't know it's like a lot of layers well i would even say like jamie lee curtis's anna Mm -hmm. is way more fierce and like she gets to like the core of like what it is to be a young person and a teenager like there's something that she taps into (laughs) which which like trans not transcends but it's like it's more than what Lindsay Lohan's playing as Anna. Like, that's, like, just t- is good. Yeah. But that's just teen angst. I feel like there is, like, a, like especially in the talk show scene, mm-hmm. where she gets to, like, the core of, like, basically the moral of what she's trying to say is, you're aging because you act old. Yeah. She's like, why do you think you feel? Yeah, she was pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, because you don't have fun. And I don't know. There's, like, it's definitely, like well directed and like the writing's really good and snappy and stuff but like jamie lee curtis oh, adds yeah. so much to this character that it's it is kind of crazy if you like try to put on your intellectual glasses and be like wait this is actually like very hard yeah. to do like act like someone else mm-hmm. to get in a teenage she does it like effortlessly though yeah i love it she's great A.O. Scott from the New York Times contended that she has done some of her best work ever in Freaky Friday. Um, Independent reviewer Nick Davis described her as so frisky and pouty and incandescent in Freaky Friday that she made the whole movie feel like something special. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I'm not just like... (laughs) Yeah. Cool. (laughs) I know. Reading these reviews, I feel... I'm like, yes. So I... Because we we talked about that, like, right after we watched it. We were like, wow. Jamie Lee Curtis' performance. This is, like, one of her best... And I'm like, is this crazy to say? Because it's just Freaky Friday. Like, and she's been in a lot of things. No, she taps into something. But she's hot in this movie. Like, I get it. She can do no wrong now. I'm like. 
But Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars and described Lohan as possessing that Jodie Foster sort of seriousness and intent focus beneath her teenage persona. I mean, she was very focused, you know, pretend to be an adult there. Because you don't know what it's like when you're like a teenager. You gotta, you gotta pretend. That's true. You gotta use those observation skills. No, she's very good. Yeah. Um. And, um... Well, Ebert also said that the Asian American actors were cast in the film simply to supply magic potions, exotic elixirs, ancient charms, and handy supernatural plot points. Yes. Yeah. He's he's not wrong. No, he is not wrong. I would say, like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't see a problem with it at the time. Right. <laughs> but I've... I don't know. I'm a little torn about it nowadays. Okay, yes, it's a little problematic, mm-hmm. but they don't mock them. Mm-hmm. They're just used as like a plot device. That's true. Yeah. What do you think of the whole? I mean, Asian thing. I. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just there. They are kind of just there for this, you know, for the whole like. Yeah, it's it's more for like the plot point and just but I I don't know. I don't know how you like do that in today's I don't know. I don't know. I could see maybe people being upset about it like if it was like today and like made today. I don't know, just like being like cuz I mean their characters are just like flat, I guess, or like but at, at the same time it's not Something has to happen. Like, the whole premise of it is, like, they both have the same fortune and, they, you know, then they switch bodies. So, it's like someone needs to – I just don't know how you'd work around that. Yeah. I, w- I would say it's it's not distasteful, though. Yeah. I, I would – you know, it's not like Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right. So – and and the – the mother is very traditional like Chinese lore, mm-hmm. of course, but the the daughter is not as she's like more modern. Yeah, I feel like maybe there could have been like a scene, but like that's not the point of the movie. I don't know. Yeah, it's something that's like over my head, but it's also like it's not mocking them. So I get the raising of criticism, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. That's true. Eber was a little ahead of his time too. I think. Yeah, he totally was. But but what else can you do? I don't know. Have but then that's like a thing too. Like if they made it a different lore, then there'd be no Asians on the film. Yeah, and you know my main takeaway. Maybe this is just me, but the daughter is very pretty. That's what I've always thought. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> Same. And we want to dep- really. Yeah, we want to deprive the audiences of seeing this lady on screen. <laughs> True. I don't know. At the time, it was just like Lucy Liu and no one else. So, yeah. Meh. We've come a long way. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, you want to get into like the story and the plot. Yeah. So, uh, to set the scene, single mother Tess Coleman, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, and her teenage daughter Anna, played by Lindsay Lohan, couldn't be more different. And it's driving them both insane. After receiving cryptic fortunes at a Chinese restaurant, the two wake up the next day to discover that they have somehow switched bodies. Unable to switch back, they are forced to masquerade as one another until a solution can be found. In the process, they develop a new sense of respect and understanding for one another. I think that's accurate. 
Yeah, that's nice. I love when like descriptions are accurate for the movies and not. (laughs) I guess I'm still salty with Runaway Bride being like, they made it sound like, I don't know. Yeah, this one's very like cut and dry, which I like. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so what are our thoughts on Anna? Anna's dope. Like Anna's such a cool teen. Right. To be honest, like she's in a band called Pink Slip. She Mm -hmm. wears a guitar pick around her neck. Yes. She has chunky highlights that aren't even highlights. I think they're just bleach. Um, (laughs) She is crushing on the older dude, Chad Michael Murray. (laughs) That was so funny to me because, like, (laughs) they thought he was, like, I guess he's not a student. No, he, like, just works there. (laughs) But he must be really young. Yeah. But, no, I think she's really cool. Like, she's angsty, but but in a cool way. I don't think she's, like, that much of a – she's, like, a brat, but she's not – she's, like, She's, she's not, like, cool. a bad kid or anything. No. She's just misunderstood. Yeah. She's cool. She's what little, do you think of Anna? I like her. She's a little pop punk. She's, like – I love her style. I love her messenger bag with her buttons and her, like, cargo pants. Oh, my and- God. Those Trip NYC pants. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I just love her style in this movie so much. Um, her and her friends, too. They all have, like, really good style. Like, just, I don't know. I think they do. It. So can we talk about her friends then? So, like, her friend, don't know their names, but mm-hmm. there's the one that was on that Nick show back in the day. The lead singer, the one who sings Take Me Away. Oh, yeah. She is really cool style. She does. I love, like, those jackets she wears, like, the long kind of... I almost got one, but they, really? it was... So, yeah, I, there was, like, this Instagram shop that was selling one, and I was like, ooh, I can recreate this look. I'm inspired, but it, someone bought it, so I was like, oh, okay, not meant to be. <laughs> but um, but she's, like, you know in Josie and the Pussycats? Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, um, she's, like, Rosario Dawson's character. Yeah, She reminds me of her so she much. She has that look, Yeah. And the other one looks like Emily the Strange. <laughs> yeah. Like, she looks like a doll. Like a goth doll. Like a goth doll, yeah. I don't know. They're both really cool. What about Tess Coleman, played by JLC? Um, you know, she. I, I mean, I like her. I think, you know, she's actually not bad. Like, she seems like a pretty cool mom. I mean, Anna got to decorate the whole garage. She at least gives her time to play her guitar i mean she just seems over like she's got so much going on it's overwhelming she has like ten thousand cell phones a palm pilot (laughs) yeah it's a little it's a little much i don't know how she does it she's like um a best-selling author uh a therapist yeah and then i guess she's she's planning a wedding i don't know what else she has going on it just seems like a lot yeah i'd be overwhelmed same i mean like no wonder she's a little curmudgeony it's because she's trying to like micromanage every second of her day that's just something as an adult where i'm like i have so much more sympathy for the parents mm-hmm. where I, before i was like they just don't understand anna and then you like look back and you're like wait 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 jamie lee curtis does supply them a space to play mm-hmm. Get some to decorate it. Anna's room, like the set design, is so good. She oh, lets her decorate. Yeah. Have a parental advisory sticker on the on the door. That's so fun. Yeah. Well, how about this Ryan fellow, which yeah. is uh, Tessa's fiance, 
played by Mark Harmon, the NCIS man. Yeah. I like him. I actually think he's really cool, too, and he has a silver fox thing going on. Like, I get it. Yeah, I can see the appeal. He is really chill, too. He's very patient, like, throughout the whole film. I'm like, how did he last through this Michigas? I know. He has, like, the patience of a monk. <laughs> oh, oh, what about Jake? Played by Chad Michael Murray. Oh, my God. Honestly, it, Jake cracks me up because, okay, we know this because... You know, we're the audience, but like he doesn't know this. So that's what it makes it hilarious. Like when they swap bodies and he kind of falls in love with, he thinks it's Anna's mom, you know, when yeah. she does like, and, and she kind of like gives herself a makeover and stuff. And, but it, it's just like hilarious to me because he just comes off as confused. Like on the outside, just imagine this boy being like, oh, hey, I think I like you. And then be like, no, I'm in love with your mom. I'm going to go sing Baby One More Time, like, right outside the window, even though she's getting married tomorrow. I get it. Like, it's... <laughs> Breathe. It's a flip-flopper. No, the post-makeover um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I get it. Yeah. Just something's different, you know? And Anna, like, cheats on the test. and True. And doesn't have good character. So I get it. And he's he's proud to be pining over an older woman. Yeah. What a progressive dude. Yeah, that is kind of attractive. No, I like... He has a motorcycle. He does. <laughs> he has, like, the longer hair mm-hmm. that he tucks behind his ears. He's really into the hives. Oh, yeah. He hates the white stripes. Like, he's kind of like... Are you in love with him? I think I'm in <laughs> love with him. Um, this has only happened one other time with Jesse Bradford and Bring It On, but I <laughs> totally, back in the day, had a crush on Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. And I think it's because of this movie. I definitely did, too, honestly. But I think, like, the motorcycle, too, for me. It's a big... Oh, really? It's a big, uh... I don't know. I can't think of words dude's right now. Dudes on a motorcycle. Yeah, just dudes on motorcycles. And the motorcycle had flames on it. Oof. And I remember totally... Do you remember, like, J14? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, which was like the early odds version of Tiger Beat. I remember like tearing out the Chad Michael Murray he was as Jake and just like posting it on my wall. It's a mood. Totally. Uh, but can we talk about the soundtrack really quick? Yeah. This is I loved the soundtrack back in the day, but I've re-listened to it and it still holds up. It does. I love that. Like, that's kind of rare. And, you know, Ultimate is the best. It's the ultimate song. It's so good. I love that it's just like the ending song, too, but it's so memorable. And it's, I don't know. It's I so fun. Uh, yeah. But, like, the whole album is so, like, pop punk. I don't know. It's just really good. I like this soundtrack and the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack are, like, neck and neck for, like, for this time for me like best soundtracks same you know i love too. like in the very beginning like you know how it starts out like um happy together mm-hmm. it's like the the original song yes. and then it fades into like the, the simple pop- plan yeah oh, oh remember simple plan i do dude <laughs> where are they now i don't know they're probably like still i i can imagine like simple plan and like like bowling for soup is on this this um soundtrack too i just imagine them like remember in like the 80s how you know when we had like that 80s resurgence or like 90s resurgence they like are touring again like you're like third eyed blinds like 
They're still touring, like, little random festivals. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that, like, Simple Plan is still out there. <laughs> thinking I'm just a kid as, like, 40-year-olds. Nice. And, like, millennials are, like, gobbling it up. <laughs> but, um, what about Pink Slip? Ah, oh, what a great name for a band. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and, and it's also, like, real because Anna's always in detention. I know. Like, what are the odds? I thought that was hilarious. Like, she's just, you see her going to detention and then it, like, cuts to her after school and her band and then, I think, was it on, like, the, the drum? Mm-hmm. Like, the big... Like, she's even at one point wearing a pink slip graphic tee. <laughs> I love that. Great marketing. That band has a lot of potential. I know. Well, do you want to like jump into the nitty gritty of the film? Let's do it. Okay. So aspiring teenage musician Anna Coleman lives with her widowed therapist mother, Tess, and younger brother, Harry. Tess is about to marry her fiance, Ryan, whom Anne has not entirely accepted due to her own father's death three years earlier. Yeah. Like basically the family's all there. Like the grandpa comes in because they're about to have a wedding. Oh, yeah. Tess is stressed out. About the halibut, you know, Anna's knocking Stacy Hinkhouse in the head with a volleyball, <laughs> who they used to be like BFFs, and now she like is like a raging bitch to her. So um, Anna just pops her with the volleyball. A lot happens to set things up. Like I feel like in this like beginning mm. sequence, yeah, they do a good job of setting things up. I love, too, like, just, like, what, the wake-up scene where she's, like, trying yes. to get out of bed, and then we see Tess, like, pulling her, like, she she can't get Anna out of bed, and she, like, pulls her by the ankles, and she, like, holds on to, like, <laughs> the head of the bed to, you know, she's like, ah, like, that whole, like, five more minutes kind of, you yes. know, like, remember, like, hating, well, I'm I'm still, I still hate getting out of bed, but <laughs> I can do it on my own, finally, you know? <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah, like, the little brother is just downstairs, like, pestering her, but eating, like, tricks. Oh, That kind of reminds me of our little brother, though, a bit. Because remember, like, when we would just be chilling, and in the morning, he gets, like, you know how he had the blowhorn in the movie? Yes. Remember? Oh, yeah, my little brother would just basically do that. This is, like, the fun <laughs> thing about this movie. It's, like, the suburban, like, you know, lifestyle of it all really mm-hmm. does just speak to me. I'm, like... This is relatable. It's relatable. But but yeah, at school, Anna's English teacher, Mr. Elton Bates, treats her unfairly, giving her an F on every assignment, regardless of how well she does. I think he says F. Preposterous. Yeah. Um, she's also feuding, like I said, with Stacy Hinkhouse, her former best friend turned nemesis. Um, and Anna has a crush on school staff member Jake, of whom her mother disapproves. Which I would say her mother disapproves because it's what moms would do. Yeah. This dude is like, must be like 1920. Yeah. <laughs> and rides a motorcycle. I don't know. Red flags, but. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. At the time, like, I remember at the time watching it, I didn't understand. I'm like, why? I don't, you see, I don't even remember that he worked for the school. I just thought he was like an older student. I don't remember this, like, or I thought he just had a job as well. I did too. I'm I'm still a little murky. I'm like, what does he do at the school? Is he like, he's not the janitor. Is he a teacher assistant? Maybe. Maybe that would make sense. It it would. Oh yeah, it would because he has access to the tests. You can be pretty young and be a teacher's like assistant. A TA. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah. She gets a detention for insulting her teacher. Oh, she, she does. She called him bald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Which is fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Anna, like we said, plays in a band called Pink Slip. And they're scheduled to audition for a spot in Wango Tango at the House of Blues the same night as her wedding rehearsal, um, as Tess's wedding rehearsal. And Tess forbids Anna from going. Which, again, fair. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. It's so tough. Right. It's like a once in a lifetime chance for them to play at the Wango Tango. Which, honestly, they could have talked about it. That's the only thing in this movie where it's like, oh, no. Like, couldn't they have just had, like, the mom, I get Tess is super stressed out and busy, but, like, and Anna's a teen, so her communication skills are not the best. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I feel like, yes, it's her wedding rehearsal, but it's not the actual wedding. Yeah. I feel, you know, I mean, I know they learn. Like, spoilers, they learn to have a compromise, but <laughs> I feel like they could have been a little kinder to each other. Hot take. They could have chose kindness yeah they could have but that'd be boring <laughs> i i mean i guess they had to have some conflict there so they're like you know because otherwise eh, i feel like at the chinese restaurant they'd just be like yeah all right yeah you can do that you know what i mean True. also like i have a mom i get it that's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah when you're when a mom makes up her mind that's the way it is it like, is totally a because i said so yeah Oh my gosh, yeah. That was like the line. That was it. She's like, because I said so. And I forget what Anna says, but it's like, she's like, well, I'm gonna, she doesn't say I'm gonna jump off a bridge and kill myself, but like, yeah, she does say something like, but this energy. (laughs) I feel like that's like the trap. I feel like nowadays I'm like, Nikki, you're in your 20s, you cannot say this. (laughs) Like, I gotta hold back. Every minor inconvenience, I'm like, well, what if I just jump off a bridge? (laughs) Um, oh boy. So I get it. Maybe I'm still Anna. Like, I can sympathize <laughs> with Tess, but I'm like, got it. Man. So, um, at a dinner at Pepe's Chinese restaurant, the two get into a heated argument, and Pepe's mother interrupts their arguing to give them fortune cookies. They both leave into separate rooms, read their fortunes out loud, and immediately feel an intense earthquake, to which the rest of the restaurant is oblivious. So, I mean, they're basically in this really heated argument and just like, going at it at the restaurant and then the it's so funny seeing the, like the chinese mom being like here cookie? there's a cookie and they're like no we, this is not a good time and she's like huh and she keeps like pestering them and they're like fine we'll take a cookie and then they get so stressed out and like anna goes in the bathroom she like slams the door she's like oh gosh mom and- i love how the little brother too because it's like they have this fight starting at the dinner table and the little brother, like, takes the chopsticks into his mouth and is like, look, I'm a walrus. <laughs> yeah, like, as they're, like, fighting in front of everybody. They put that poor Ryan man just, like, on the spot. I know. He's always just, like, on the spot witnessing them fighting and just, like, <laughs> just, like, there awkwardly, like, okay. So, <laughs> and then the grandpa's like, get used to it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But then the next morning, Anna and Tess wake up in each other's bodies. Anna, Tess, and her daughter's body has to go to school and begins to understand her daughter's woes. Um, yeah, this is the the scene where they're like, I'm old. I'm like the crib keeper. And like where Anna's like, this isn't mine. 
this isn't mine and then grabs her butt and is like this is definitely not mine (laughs) i love that i also love how they like do the switch like in the middle of the night like from their sleeping positions because anna's just like conked out you know just sleeping all crazy sprawled out yeah and then um tess is like sleeping like a little angel like perfectly (laughs) in place like and it's just it's kind of cool how they just i don't know use that little yes like i don't know i just feel like they told the story really well there totally and this is when they like are like let's do it like a jolt and they like (laughs) run into each other and obviously it doesn't work yeah and harry the little brother's just like what is going on with these two he's just like something's off Oh, yeah. Like, he senses it right away. Um. Anyways, so Anna, Tess, in her daughter's body, goes to school, and immediately she gets bullied by Stacy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't this a thing, too? Because she's like, you wouldn't... She, like, Anna tells her mom, like, before they switch back, she's like, you wouldn't last one day in my school. And she's like, it's easy. Yeah. She's like, I'll be fine. Like, how hard can it be? So she dresses like a total square. <laughs> and um and you know what? It's like I feel like this is such an adult thing mm-hmm. that like I hope I never become this way because it's like it's so not true. Like she's like, "Oh, if I just talk to Stacy and be nice to her, uh-huh. it'll make her not bully me." <laughs> Which like with a bully that makes things 10 times worse and it does in this movie. Mhm. Um and then she recognizes Mr. Bates um, is an old classmate of hers and that he's treating Anna unfairly as revenge for Tess turning down a prom invite from him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny, too. Like, the dude in the class, they're, like, talking about, was it Hamlet? Yeah. And um, there's, like, one student who's, like, Hamlet's a, a dude who couldn't make up his mind. <laughs> and Mr. Bates is, like, nailed it. Yeah, you get an A, sir. <laughs> he says, like, Three words and it's a mess. And, uh, yeah, and Anna has this, like, eloquent speech about Hamlet and, like, he's like, that's an overreach. But she was right on the money with it. Yeah, it was like, he was like, F, like, like, not even like a C or anything. He just gives her an F. Yeah. And then, like, Anna threatens Mr. Bates with reporting him to the school board unless his treatment of Anna stops. Good. That was a cool moment, honestly. It was. That was like, yes, get him. Because the teacher was just really annoying. He definitely had it out for her. 100%. Also, I don't know who this actor is as Mr. Bates, but I see him in everything now. And I always think about him as Mr. Bates in this movie. Same. That's just how he exists in my mind. He is Mr. Bates. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it was funny, though, seeing her talk to like that Stacy girl. Because she's like, hey, we used to have sleepovers. Why the... I don't know. She's just like, why are you so mean? Like, what's wrong with you? Can't we be friends? Did did all those times mean nothing to you? And it's just like kind of cringy. I know. Oh, that never works. Uh, like, in high school, I totally had a friend like this where I was like, we used to be such good friends. Yeah. And that's how you get called a lesbian. what wait i just feel like one time i was like you know i was like best friends with this girl in middle school and then in high school i was like you know hey like why are you you know wait you did what (laughs) i essentially did not quite like this but i was like hey you know can't we just be friends you know and she all i said was that and she turned around she was like so you're in love with me oh geez and i was like no what 
And like all of a sudden she was like, well, I'm going to start a rumor that's like you're in love with me. And I was like, what the heck is wrong with you? Uh, and then I was like, I'm never talking to anyone again. Jeez. And then is that when you went silent? That's when I went silent. Damn. Also, this girl can still choke. Yeah. She's around. I hope. I hope she chokes. I hope she chokes. <laughs> um, um, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> So, you know, if there was a Freaky Friday 2, I don't foresee Anna and Stacy ever making up. Good. Stacy <laughs> Stacey can choke. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry for the violence. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, Tess, which is still Anna in her mom's body, um... After giving her new body a makeover, she has difficulty handling Tess's patience. Can we talk about this makeover, Brie? Yes, let's talk about this, this is makeover. the best scene in the whole entire movie for me. I love this so much. Well, because in the beginning of the movie, Anna's like kind of pestering Tess about like getting like, she wants this piercing like at the top of her ear and she's like, everyone's doing it it's so cool. And her mom's like, no, I don't want you doing that. Blah, blah, blah. You know. So she gets the piercing as her mom. Immediately, yeah. And then she has all these credit cards that she has access to now. And she's like, yeah. I love, too, how, like, when she's talking to Ryan, because he doesn't know that they've switched. You know what I mean? They're trying to keep it under wraps. So he's like, hey, do you want me to pick you up later? Or do you want to pick up the Volvo? And she's like, most definitely going to pick up the Volvo. So she, like, takes her mom's car, takes her cards, gets a haircut, gets a piercing, has this baller dress. She gets like the spiky hair. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a cross necklace and like thigh high boots. boots. Yes. No, she oh, looks hot. I she love does. Oh. Um. Oh, and yeah. So she picks Anna up in the Volvo, like eating McDonald's French fries. Yes. And like Anna's appalled. She's like, I can't. That goes straight to my thighs. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And um, this is like the iconic. Like, you look like Stevie Nicks. And um, Tess is like, who's he? <laughs> who's he? She gets the Stevie Nicks who's he makeover. I love that. Um, but yeah, at lunchtime, Anna and Tess return to the restaurant. But Pepe explains that only showing selfless love for each other will cause the switch to be reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, t- it takes them a while to get there. <laughs> yeah. But they try. Yeah. It's funny, too, seeing them, like, because, well, because Tess is in a relationship about to get married. So it's, like, really awkward. Because Anna's like, I don't, she's like, ew, like, I don't want to kiss him. And she's like, well, you better not. And she's like, gosh, mom, like, you're going to make me lose my breakfast. <laughs> uh, but this poor Ryan dude's, like, getting, like, the hand every time he tries to kiss her. That's <laughs> so funny. She's like, well, cold sore. And she, like, does gymnastics. She, she does. To get out of the way. It's, like, so funny. She's like, thinking of you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Tess attends Harry's parent-teacher conference where he reads a composition of how he really admires Anna and decides to be nicer to her. That, like, uh, that part actually got me in the feels. Like, I almost cried because it was like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, my big sister's the best sister. I don't know. It's just so cute. Like, and then yeah. you, he's like getting bullied. And, you know, at the time, like in the beginning of the movie, we see like him and um Anna kind of feuding and she's like always annoyed with him and he's all like you know reading her diary and all this kind of stuff but then he's like deep down he's like yeah she's the greatest i know and i love like the moment when like anna or like tess or anna as tess mm-hmm. kind of realizes like jamie lee curtis is like man okay I-, I get where harry's coming from yeah it's like really sweet um and then 
Meanwhile, back back at the high school, Anna attempts to make amends with Stacy. <laughs> and um Stacy's like, Yeah, we can be friends again as they're taking the test and like writes that on like a note. And like when Anna looks over, she's like, Um, excuse me, but Anna's cheating on the test. <laughs> It was um, a setup. Yeah, it was a setup. And then Anna, of course, gets detention again. And Jake notices Anna sneaking out of detention and he offers to help her finish the test. Um, and because Anna is actually Tess, she doesn't like Jake. Yeah, she's like, ew. <laughs> yeah, she's like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> so she goes into the teacher's lounge to finish the test. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, Anna erases everything on Stacy's test and writes I'm stupid on it. Oh yeah. And then he's kind of like, "Ooh, not a cute look." He's really turned off, which I get. Yeah. Not a cute look. I get it now that you've heard my story, but like you can't do that. Girl. <laughs> Girl. I also thought it was really funny too. Like this is where we find out that he actually works at the school cuz she's like, "Well, why are you if you're so great? Why are you in detention all the time?" He's like, "Um, I work here." it's like oh (laughs) whoops whoops i don't know yeah i think she's lucky that he let her into the teacher's lounge and i don't know he's doing her a solid for real he really didn't have to do all that he's like really sweet yeah um and then ryan surprises tess with a talk show interview to discuss her latest psychology book to disguise the fact that she hasn't read the book Tess goes into an amusing tirade about getting older. And then Anna and Jake watch the interview on television. Um, and while she is embarrassed, he is impressed. Tess bumps into Jake at his second job, a coffee shop, and they bond over their favorite music. So love this. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie because it's just it's great. Like, I, I really know. Jamie Lee Curtis and Chad Michael Murray have better chemistry than Lindsay Lohan and Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> Then Hillary Duff and Chad Michael Murray, like than there, than <laughs> Chad Michael Murray and Chad, like Jamie Lee Curtis and Chad Michael Murray together, they're meant to be. They're meant. This is the couple I want to see, right? I I feel that, yeah. <laughs> but no, I like when he's watching her on TV, yeah, like being like senescence. What is oh old like, <laughs> senile. <laughs> And then, like, she's, like, goes on the tirade and she, like, crowd surfs. Oh, my God. I love that part cracked me up so hard. Like, she, uh, who ends a talk show interview with a crowd surf? Like, it was, everyone was cheering her on because she was, like, woo. Like, she was doing all these, like, rock star poses. And she was, like, suck being old. Like, I don't know. And she she was basically, like, it was, like, a stand-up routine, essentially. Like, it had nothing to do with the book, but everyone loved it. Oh, I loved it, too. Yeah, this is so good. Except the Ryan guy looked a little annoyed. He was like, "This is something ain't right here." And then she, this is what gets me. So he's like looking for her after the show, right? His oh Beyonce, yes, and she's gone. And oh, then he, no. he's like at a stoplight, and then right next to him, he looks over, and it's Tess on a mo- on Jake's motorcycle. Uh huh, just smiling. And he's like, "Huh, Tess, Tess?" And she doesn't even say anything. She's just like is right there, living, and she's like smiling. And then they ride off, and I was like so weak. <laughs> Uh, he still stands by her, though. He does. Aww. He stands by her through her craziness. And he's like, okay, so now that you got that out of your system, are we still on? Like, are we still doing this thing? Like, what's. It's like, let's do this thingy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then they have to go to the rehearsal dinner, and Anna's bandmates try to convince her to speak to the audition. Um, but they're caught by security, and then Ryan suggestively gives Anna permission to go. 
or surprisingly gives Anna <laughs> suggestively. <laughs> he suggests that she go. And basically, yeah. it's like a it's a really sweet speech of like you should be there for your daughter, and like I know this is where you want to be, and it's only going to be a couple minutes. Like go. He's and so supportive. He's like so he's so cool. Um, but yeah, like Ryan's basically like I want the kids to accept me, and um, and that finally wins Tess over. Yeah. Um, the only problem is now that they're going to the Wango Tango, Anna can't play the guitar. Right. So Tess plays the guitar backstage while Anna only pretends to play, which I love this part because she's like, what do I do up on stage? And she's like, be like the Stones, be like Keith, <laughs> you know, minus the drugs. <laughs> right. Um, and then realizing the talent of her daughter's music, Anna promises to treat her daughter's band with more respect. And during the show, Jake becomes enamored with Anna again upon seeing her perform. Which, okay, well, this is the only part in the movie in my mind that didn't hold up as much, like, the performance Yeah. Because I thought, I was like, oh, I remember her being, like, pretty badass on the stage when she, but no. No, Jamie Lee Curtis backstage is badass. Definitely. Um, and doesn't she actually, like, it's not her playing in the movie, but Jamie Lee Curtis, it is her, like, fa- like she is playing the chords. Like, she learned how to play guitar. That's cool. It really looks like she she is because she's really getting into it. But it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's awesome. No, Anna up on stage is acting a fool, like <laughs> doing her like like ACDC like <laughs> moves. It's so cringe. It's very cringe. But somehow it wins Jake over. It's, it must have been the sound, like the guitar solo because it, it is a bitchin' guitar solo. It is actually really good. I'm so surprised. Right? Which, what are your thoughts on that song, that Take Me Away song? I like it. I feel like that's our childhood. It's a bop. Yeah. I didn't know it was called Take Me Away, but I like, I don't know. I'm going to have to add that to a playlist now. I hope that's on Spotify. It's like an unlocked memory. You know what I mean? Like, listening to it, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, there's so much angst, and it's great. And then the guitar solo. That guitar solo is so good. <laughs> Don't want to grow up as long as Hey! Hey! <laughs> anyway. So, back at the rehearsal dinner, Anna tells Tess to ask Ryan to postpone the wedding so that her daughter will not have to marry him in her mother's body. <laughs> Woo! That would have been something. Yeah. <laughs> um, instead, Tess, um, who's, you know... Anna, still in Tessa's body, proposes a toast, finally accepting Ryan because of how happy he makes her mom. This act of selfless love switches back Anna and Tessa's body. Tess and Ryan later marry. She and Anna finally make up and realize how much they're, like, they realize how tough their lives are, and Anna and Jake start dating with Tessa's approval. Um, It's a sweet scene. Yeah. The toast is actually very sweet. The toast got me in the feels, too. Like, I don't know. Because, like, it's like they finally understand each other. She, like, sees where her daughter's coming from. And Anna understands. She's like, you know what? Like, I want my mom to be happy. Like, there's, they're both, like, really just, like, you know. And plus, like, the Anna's upset mostly because, like, her father died, like, three years ago. And it's like, oh, hey. Like, it's just one of those things I'm sure is just, like, difficult. It's like, well, no one can replace yeah. your dad. So, what, you know, you're going to feel the type of way, I'm sure. But, like, she realizes, like, Ryan doesn't want to, and that's, like, not Tessa's intention. And I like how she finally is, like, she realizes in the speech, she's like, I've never heard my mom sing like that in the shower. Very badly, I might add. And it's, like... (laughs) It was cute. 
It's like them acknowledging. Yeah, they're like, I see you. It is that selfless love. Yeah, sweet. Gets me in the feels. Oh. Then um, at the wedding, Pepe notices her mother offering Anna's grandfather, Alan and Harry, two fortune cookies after seeing them argue. Um, she immediately rushes over and tackles them both and sighs in relief when she's able to grab the fortune cookies. Which I love how she grabs them and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then you hear, and it's ultimate. Yeah. I've seen this movie way too many times. I know. No, it's so good. I love that they end up playing at the wedding. The pink slip end up, ends up playing and just it's like the bop to end it all and everyone's dancing it's like a feel good it's like the perfect ending everyone's happy anna gets to dance with uh with jake, jake and yeah i don't know they get to play their song i don't know everything just ends perfectly no one has to switch bodies no <laughs> uh freaky friday 2 grandpa and harry <laughs> Yeah, that one, I don't know. The stakes aren't as high, you know? No. It's just very sweet. Yeah. And, like, Anna and Jake finally get to dance. And they're like, let's just start over. Yeah. Because yesterday was... She's like, I don't know. I was just really confused. <laughs> oh. I would love if they ever, you know, if this Freaky Friday 2 ever happened, I'd love to just see it from the perspective of Ryan and Jake. Uh-huh. <laughs> them just being very confused this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just man. a little brother just being like, what's going on? Yeah. It was so funny because, well, remember in Hot Chick when the little brother, like, knew that his yes. sister was, like, you know, he somehow knew Rob Schneider was his sister. <laughs> I thought there would be a moment there like this, but he never really figured it out. He's never like, oh, I see what happened here. You know? Yeah, which I kind of like, because Harry's going through a lot, apparently. Yeah. He's getting bullied at school. His mom's getting married. He has a crush on this little girl. Oh, right. You know, he's living his life. Yeah. he's He doesn't have time to, to think too hard, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. So, like, final thoughts on Freaky Friday. I don't know. It was such a fun time. Like, I laughed so hard just throughout this movie. This movie had me rolling, like, most of the time. So It's so fun. Yeah. I'd watch it again. I feel like I I need to own it, and I would watch it, like, a lot. Same. It's so feel-good. I It's... I don't... This movie doesn't have to go this hard, but it does. <laughs> it really- and I really thank it for it. Yeah. I know. I think it might be one of my favorite. Like, it's definitely, like, maybe top five. I don't know. I agree. I, did, I didn't think this would happen, but yeah, I went alas. In, I went in with, like, zero expectations. I was like, oh, I, I know this is going to be a good movie. I like it. But it, I left with, like, I don't know, just feeling uh, it, like, wow. It is very well done. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis got nominated for a Golden Globe for this performance. Did she I, really? I think so. And and this movie got, like, everyone praised it. This is a very, like, interesting movie where it is, like, a Disney movie. But, like, it's not pandering mm. to, like, a little kid audience. Yeah. Like, this is such, like, a cool movie still. And it's, like, yeah. it's damn near perfect for what it is. I feel like it's good, like, it's for all audiences. Like, anyone can watch it and have, like, a takeaway and just, I don't know. It's so good. It's it's rare. <laughs> it is very rare and very special. Like, I get the reviews. I know. After I watched this movie, I went into the day, like, in such a good mood. 
But oh, yeah, for sure. And Ultimate has been stuck in my head all week. I'm not going to lie. Same. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, like, singing to myself at work. I'm like, you're the, you're the ultimate. Oh. If they have that at karaoke, we need to sing it. I want to hear you sing it. <laughs> you're not going to sing it with me? I mean, I might. I might cheer you on. I might be like Tess. I'll be like, woo. <laughs> Get you to do the guitar solo. Yes. <laughs> I'll come out. Just with my ACDC moves. Perfect. All cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. But no. I don't know. I just had such a good time watching this movie and I know. brought back a lot of memes. Same. I feel like this is one of those movies where like, I was obsessed with it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Equally as an adult. Mm. I'm like, man, okay. I was like on to something. Like, this is a cool <laughs> movie. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, same. Doesn't happen often, but Freaky Friday, man. I think people, like, forgotten about this movie. Yeah. Slept. Like, people need to wake up again. I've never forgotten about this movie. I just want to say I never forgot about Freaky Friday. <laughs> same. I mean, but, but we don't talk about it a lot, and I feel like we need to talk about it. Okay. Well, that's why we're here. Yes. <laughs> we're spreading the word. The Freaky Friday word. word. <laughs> Go door to door. Mm-hmm. preaching the freaky friday gospel exactly handing out dvds blu-rays i don't know dvds and fortune cookies yeah exactly i looked up the blu-ray because i really did want to own this and they're like 34 bucks damn anyways still yeah psa just wow that disney vault man mm. disney do be expensive yeah <laughs> but anything else you want to add i can't th- i don't know just like I mean, if you haven't seen Freaky Friday, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan, just to be specific, because I saw another version popping up. Not I don't know the what... Jodie Foster one, not the new one. No. Yeah. Just specifically that one. It's it's great. It holds up. It, it's still like, it didn't feel too trapped in a time, even with all the, because like, you see she has like a bunch of cell phones, but it's not, it doesn't take you out of like, it's still relatable. I don't know. I don't know. However they did it, they made it almost timeless. It's timeless, for sure. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's that's all I got. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and follow us at the Late to the Party Pod on Instagram and um, hmm. send us an email with any movie or topic suggestions at the Late to the Party Pod at gmail.com. And yeah, well, see you, you next time. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're the kind of friend who always bends when I'm broken, like a man.